0: Some Herzog. My very special guest today is a beautiful young lady. Her name is Shelly Boozer. How you doing Shelly? I am great. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: I just want to say one thing. I really enjoyed the conversations that we had up until this interview. It was fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways what we can start with is uh, you played a blonde cannibal. In a movie called Bloodsucking Babes from Burbank in 2006.
1: Now, I, I sure did.
0: Now I haven't seen this movie. Do you want to explain to listeners exactly what it is about?
1: Um, that's. It's about this archaeology student who they they dig up like this cursed jewel box in the Burbank Mountains, and this jewel box happens to turn the females into bloodthirsty cannibals, <laughs> and then they they eat all the guys
0: dinner wow. for dinner, dinner. and uh, yeah. that was directed by Kirk Bowen
1: yeah written and directed by Kirk
0: yes and Kirk he does
1: a lot of those type of films
0: and he must have had a bad dream or something know <laughs> <laughs> well, that was
1: actually my first um, I want to say that was my first IMDB credit and oh. I found that casting on Craigslist oh, oh really God, LA no kidding <laughs> no kidding and I actually played... He needed a girl with a blonde hair because in... Um, I think the lead girl with a blonde hair, like, she had to stop filming for some reason and he needed a body double for her. Oh, okay. So, in one of the scenes, it was like kind of in the parking lot where um, she gets killed or she's on the ground, that's actually me. Okay. the that's me. And then he also gave me this other part where, you know, I turn into a cannibal and I bite this guy's hand off.
0: Damn. You hungry?
1: Yeah. I was hungry. <laughs> Damn it. I actually really was hungry while we were filling. <laughs> <laughs> and we filmed it like outside this hamburger joint so I could smell it, you know?
0: Oh my that sucks. You know that? You yeah. smell that hamburger Torture. Oh. But you decided <laughs> you decided to bite a hand instead, huh? Yep. Damn, bad choice.
1: Well the jewels turned me into a cannibal, so
0: Oh yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Very true.
1: Actually, that hand tasted better than the burger. <laughs> my character?
0: Yeah, your character. Are you? Are you trying to tell us something? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, that California air didn't get to you when we left Texas, did it? It did. Oh it shit! Did. Damn. <laughs> I'm glad you California moved back. California
1: changes people.
0: I'm glad you moved back.
1: Yeah, it like took get- about four years, and then I, then I was like, who? Who am dang. I?
0: I'll be getting bit off hand. me in the mail. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> All right.
1: No, it was fun.
0: That's cool. You know, is it available on DVD? Do you know? I don't. I don't see a list. I
1: don't know. If it's on DVD. I know it's on Netflix. Okay. So it should still be on. It there. It
0: should be okay. I'll check that out. Now,
1: yeah.
0: as you know, this is a horror uh, podcast, but I do mm-hmm. tend to do thrillers, and uh, there is one here called Resurrection Mary in two thousand seven. It's a thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by Sean Michael Byer and Sean yes. by Michael Byer and Ryan Lampster. Now, do you want to tell listeners exactly what this is about?
1: Um, this about a young guy who he's like driving down the road one night by a cemetery, and accidentally, well, he almost hits this young woman, and um, he of course, uh, you know, gets out and offers her a ride home. Oh. <laughs> And um, there's like a mutual attraction, so they start kind of seeing each other. But once she enters his life, like all his friends start being brutally murdered, like one by one, and um, everyone blames it on Jeff because he's been to to jail before; he's gotten in some trouble. Okay. So that's like the
0: whole thing of a story. Now that would be Kevin, that one was fun. That would be Kevin G. Schmidt, correct? Yeah. Jeff yeah, Price. Okay. Him. You know what? Yeah. I think I, I think I have this movie. I might watch it tonight. Do
1: you? I it's good. I'm gonna check it it's out. It's
0: good. You know what? I actually
1: what? played, oh, huh. I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead.
1: I was gonna say on my um my credit is listed as undercover cop. Yes. But really that's a fancy word for hooker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> but um
0: undercover cop um, hmm.
1: Yeah. Sally Curtin was also in that film. Yep. And she's on a ton of stuff. And yep. she was like, she met me and she was like, so what are you playing, honey? And I was like, oh, playing a hooker. And she was like, oh, honey, I've played more hookers in my lifetime than I can count. Oh, <laughs> God
0: like, bless her. Oh, oh God.
1: yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you
0: know, and uh, that Robert Stack. What, no, was he? Was it actually Robert Stack, or was it actually archive? I mean, it says archive footage, but I don't remember when he died. Was that just I'm archive? not sure. I can't remember I'm when he sure. passed away. Okay, I'm getting off track here. Excuse me. <laughs> 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 now the next one that I find very interesting as well. Um, it's a thriller. It's called Toxic in 2008. You know, yes. I'm going to try and pronounce this director's name. I think it's Alan Poe Pio. Pio. <laughs> Pio? <laughs> yeah. And um now this has a wrapper in it, I noticed. Oh you know what? Let me mention mm-hmm. some of the people that's in this. This is amazing. You have Danny Tri Danny Trio. First of yep. No Tom Tom Sizemore. Yep. No, seriously no. Dominic it's Swain too, for that matter.
1: Dominic Swain and Master P and oh, Master wow. P was so fun to work with. Was
0: he? He's a jokester. Yeah. Oh my god, that's cool. Yep.
1: And on that one, um, actually came on as a background, and they upgraded me on set. Okay. And I had never played a bartender. I mean, I've never bartended before, and they made <laughs> they made me a bartender. And so I was like, <laughs> like the very first take, I shaken a drink and like I handed Dominique, Swain her martini, and spilled it everywhere. Oh so embarrassing. But luckily
0: <laughs> none of it got on her. And Aww. they kept me. Like, they didn't fire me as a bartender, so. oh, <laughs> hey, you know what? It's, it's, being a bartender, a lot of people say that shit's easy, and it's not. I mean, you gotta,
1: it's not.
0: You gotta have balance, and you gotta know know the drinks, and what to put in them, and all that. I mean, I seem, I have a friend that's a bartender. I said, how the hell do you, I guess after years of doing it, I guess it's easy, but man, <laughs> going real fast, and yeah. Okay.
1: Well, you know it's hard because when you go some places, you get good drinks, and other places,
0: you they know, suck. When you get a bad
1: drink. Like they don't know what they're doing, but it's it's because it's hard to yeah. remember all that stuff. It is. It's just like imagine doing it in like a loud bar where there's like sardine cans around the.
0: Oh, yeah. Bar, you know. Really. <laughs>
1: like, how do you do that? I can't even hear when I'm in one of those places.
0: No, <laughs> I know. I'd say... I used to work at Red Lobster, I mean, we're talking back when I was a teenager, right? I worked at Red Lobster, and wow, that's quite an experience. I'm <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: needless,
0: needless to say, I don't do it no more, thank God.
1: Yeah, i right. there forever.
0: The next movie is another thriller, um, Missing Audrey in 2010. Now, mm-hmm. as far as I know, this is released, or... N- or
1: you know, I don't really know a lot about that one. I know that at one point, Lionsgate was looking at it.
0: Okay. And um,
1: But my good friend, like, I worked with him a lot, GR, they call him Gil, but Claveria and right. his wife Alicia wrote that, and they okay. do a lot of stuff out there in L.A. Like, they just hosted, like, the fourth annual Mock Fest. Okay. Which got a lot of attention, but um, he's he teaches film. All right. So... You know, he writes a lot of good stuff. But this one, I guess he kind of, it's not true, but he just you know, he has a daughter that, um, like, in the film, his daughter goes missing. And he just gets crazy obsessed with getting her back. Okay. So does all this, like, crazy stuff. And he had tried forever to get me, um, you know, in the film, and it just didn't keep working out. So at the very end, I he his film, like, a lot of it. He brought me in, and there's... It's like this torture chamber. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, yeah, and he wraps the victims in saran wrap, and when I filmed, he had me on this, like, contraption, like, you know those back things that you flip upside down? Yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah.
1: therapeutic. That's what I was on.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Wrapped <laughs> in saran wrap, and then screaming at the top of my lungs, so that was a very interesting
0: one to film oh wow you know it, you know, it's a, the funny part about it is when you run a horror podcast I mean a mm-hmm. lot of people don't think that there's just as much you know gore in some thrillers than you know what I mean you, you oh totally you look for titles like oh it's a horror movie okay you don't have to say horror in order to be bloody and I'm,
1: no. I'm finding
0: it out now that I'm starting to you know, start looking into thrillers also because you never know what the hell you can find in there either. Right. Now the next one, which I'm dying to see, but obviously was it, just completed and I don't know when it's going to be available, but Reinfeld the Undead in 2010. Yes. Directed by Bobby Williams. Bob writer, Williams. Yep, yes. and the writers are Phil Nichols and a screenplay by Phil Nichols.
1: Yes.
0: And it stars the lovely Denise Williams... Julian, Roxy yep. Vandiver, and of course, yep. my girl Shelley Boozer. Yep. <laughs> now, what exactly and is this movie about? Oh.
1: This movie, um, is actually the world's first comic book Dracula movie. Okay. And so, it's really cool. It's, um, it's kind of like Buffy meets Blade. <laughs> you kind of the model up. You come out with Renfield the other. Mm-hmm. But it's called, it's like a, um, a sequel, but, like an original story um, to the you know Bram Stoker's Dracula story but it told the character of Renfield okay but then it also up like with the comic book because it's kind of like you know, in the beginning you know it's like a normal modern day and um this girl with this guy to his house and she's looking at this comic book table and like then we enter the comic book world oh that
0: makes sense. Interesting. It's
1: really cool how they did it. And um, Melissa Nichols, which is Phil's sister, she's like a one-woman art producer. She did like set design, took all the photography. She's like an amazing, artist. and she's making comic books and like comic and still, she took on the set.
0: Oh, it, that's awesome. Now, it is awesome. Come and think about about the cast. Um, I've been in conversations with. Um, Oh, uh, draw a blank, Scott, you dope. Paul, Paul Damon. Oh, yeah. And I've been talking to his wife. Or, yeah, I guess it's his wife, right? Yeah.
1: Pretty much his yeah. wife. Reem. The cutest couple ever.
0: Reem Alahulu.
1: hmm
0: Dracula Bride. Yeah, she's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of names in here. I mean, if you, like myself, if you're a horror movie reviewer and you'll start learning, um, like I said before, each, each state has their own, you know, the home, cr- own horror yeah. crews, you know what I mean? You a got a little,
1: little bubble.
0: Yeah, you got the and Undead, you had Spirit Camp, you know, if you, all you got to do is just look up Julen, look up Roxy, look up, you know, Shelly Boozer, look up Denise Williamson, and they're all, yep. you, you'll find them all in a, you'll find all the good horrors and slashers and etc. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you?
1: These are kind of incestuous yes. with their cast.
0: Yep, especially in Houston, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. I love it. Like, I love my Houston film.
0: That's awesome. Who's just also supportive of each
1: And, Yeah, it's amazing. It's well, something I didn't have when I was in L.A. Yeah, see, you
0: know? when you told me that you moved out there, I guess you, you have family out there, right? Yeah. And my in-laws. Right, and I was thinking, hmm. You know, I mean, see, a, a lot of people think that if you go to California. I mean, chances are you probably can find some work when you're a young actress or in the business for, you know, a short amount of time. But mm-hmm. you have a lot more people to battle for roles when you go out there, am I correct?
1: You certainly do. That's
0: what I thought. Now, now, of course, now when you go home, I mean, basically, from what I understand, I'm not, obviously, you know it more than I do, but from what I understand is from doing interviews with Roxy and people like that there and talking to Carrie Beyer and and... Todd Jason Cook, you know, you get this sense where, you know, when you do one horror movie in in, in Texas, okay, chances Mm -hmm. are you probably end up getting another one with the same amount of crew, and it seems like you got less of a challenge because if you you already did a good role in one of them already, it's easier, you know, to get back into another one. But I do want to take, I'm going to try my best. Gruesome Herzog, right now, is going to say he's going to try his best. To get to Texas next year for the horror conventions.
1: I'm I gonna am holding that.
0: I'm going to try. That ho-
1: would be awesome. And
0: hopefully by then, I'll get a design made up. I'm going to try and make my own shirts, gruesome Herzog shirts. And, uh, I don't want to tamper with it. I'm going ch- to try it out and see how it goes. What the hell? You know? Yeah. So. so
1: I'll be the first to buy one. Thank you. Be all, uh, I'll have all my Christmas shopping
0: done next year. There you, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome. Now, perfect I kno-
1: <laughs> stocking stuffer.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be. Well, it depends what size you're buying,
1: though.
0: <laughs> if it's an extra large, it's really gonna be a st- stocking stuffer. <laughs> 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 anyways, one more movie I'm gonna do. Talk to you about. It's not a horror, but it's a comedy. But I'm gonna be fair here. You're in a comedy called Up and Down that's in post production for 2011, and you played the gold digger girl. I did. (laughs) If you you want to, you can talk about it. That'd be cool.
1: Um, Well, that movie is interesting because it's all all of the action takes place pretty much in the elevator, and it's such a great written script because of all the characters in it. Like um, this one guy, and he's like he's a struggling actor himself, and he falls for this one girl, but it's like the story just shows all these different characters coming in and out, like people going to a New Year's Eve party, um, this like clown festival, scene, <laughs> an elevator full of like, clowns and mm, stuff. Really? Yeah. And um, that was actually my very first make out scene on film.
0: No kidding.
1: No kidding. And um, I am into, because it takes place at this hotel, and I meet the um, brother of the guy who owns it. So me being a gold digger, I'm, like, finding out, like, that he half-owns the hotel or whatever, and that's when, like, I'm really into him, and I just go for the prize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you a question, okay? And okay. Now, and we will find out. If Roxy actually listens to my podcast interviews, okay? Okay. Now, when you played the gold-digging role for this movie, okay, Yeah. did Roxy get jealous?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I didn't know Roxy yet.
0: Oh, you did? I met Roxy at
1: the Renfield Rat Party.
0: Okay. We were
1: Facebook friends before that. Right. That's when we finally graced each other's. (laughs) Person.
0: <laughs> I just had to get her <laughs> going if she hears it you know me I like to have a little fun you know yeah. interviews are fun if you make it fun if you make it too serious and it gets boring I'm a very energetic like to have fun you know I'm a, you different, are. I'm a different interview style I don't like to be 8000 questions just go to flow you know what I mean but All I did, right. I did watch the up and down trailer. That's why I decided to bring that up because I find it quite interesting. You know, I might be a horror horror host and for a podcast, but I can watch anything. You know, what I mean comedies yeah. are comedies are nice if you're stressed out and you want to laugh your ass off until you pass out. You know, there's co- quite a few. Of them. But anyways, yeah. No, that one isn't well, post com- pro- that one isn't post production, so you don't really know when exactly that's going to be. available. Well, it's doing.
1: actually already gone to. Um Film has won a lot of awards at film festivals, and both it and Renfield went to the um, American Film Market this past month in Santa Monica. Excellent. Yeah. So. We're
0: going to see a lot of Shelly Boozer, huh?
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was really cool.
0: (laughs) um,
1: My background is actually in comedy. Like, I'm kind of new to substantial horror. Right. So.
0: Now. I want to ask you a question though. There's a TV series I never heard of. It's called Craft Lab. You played yourself? Yeah. And, <laughs> I
1: now, did.
0: now, Is that a Texas TV series or is that local or? No.
1: Well, the girl who was the um, you know, the host of that show is actually from Texas. She lives in Austin. Okay. Jennifer Perkins, and she does like she's like an amazing crafter. And that's another one of those LA things that, you know, when you're in LA, you just you get all these random gigs. Okay So it's like a It's a craft show And I went on And I think I made um, A graffiti I painted a graffiti Tray plate thing
0: Okay Crafty graffiti <laughs> And
1: Yeah It was fun And I made my own T-shirt oh, And nice. I still have Both of them
0: No kidding Well pretty yep. soon You'll grab a Gruesome Herzog shirt Hanging in your closet
1: I am probably get, I will
0: Probably get cobwebs And dust and dirt Oh well No <laughs> I'm sorry
1: no, I'll wear it to the gym, because that's where everyone looks at everyone's shirts. There you go. Like, especially in cycling class. Like, I'm staring at the person in front of me. I'm staring at their back the whole time.
0: Okay, so they're going to say, who the hell is gruesome herself? Yeah.
1: So when you have your shirts made, make sure the back
0: has the stuff. Hold on a minute. Listeners, Shelly Boozer is eight months pregnant. Should be giving birth to her first child. And... Um, so, congratulations, Shelley! Thank you. And I'm, I'm sure, ready. <laughs> um, I'm sure you're excited.
1: I'm so ready. I am excited. How's and th- she's actually, um, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm in another comedy I'm filming this Saturday called Deck Chairs. Okay. And written by Sean Keith Thompson, and I am playing a pregnant lesbian. Oh. And <laughs> so, after this, like once Riley's born... Um, She's going to actually have a little a little part in it. Her very first film.
0: No kidding. That's, yeah. That, that's awesome. Start them young in the business. They can learn it. It'll be a lot easier for them.
1: Right? That's, I think so. Of course, I'm not going to press her if, you know, right. she gets older and can talk and be like, I don't like doing this.
0: My first child was born um, back in 92 when I was 24. So I know how Daddy's going to be. How's Daddy taking it? pretty exciting. oh he's good yeah it's exciting and
1: especially now that you can actually like see the kicks through my stomach yeah like, oh it's, it's real yep.
0: it's, it's for real
1: you can feel it
0: and I can guarantee it's you kind of, right now that's
1: kind of like a horror feeling <laughs> it's kind of creepy <laughs> well I
0: can tell you something right now you can tell them from me it's really real when time comes for birth and he gets, a chance to cut oh. the, he gets a chance to cut the cord that is the oh yeah that is the most thrill for any father to do Really? Jerry, yep. I, my first daughter, my first child, my daughter, I couldn't because she was premature, but my son, I did. And it's a weird feeling. It's like, I it. you know, it's like bringing, it's, you know, obviously the mother gives birth, but the father's contribute is to cut the cord.
1: People, um, Stacey Davidson and Jeremy Summerall, they're two horror, you know, actors, directors, and I am hoping to work with them soon. And then Larry Carroll... And Sam Rivas and Hector Luna are also on shout-outs of the interview.
0: Sweet. You know, so, you mentioned Hector Luna.
1: Yes, um, he is the man in Houston. He does so much for our film industry. Uh,
0: you know me, and I will mean, be damn sure that we send you something for being a mommy for the first time.
1: Thank you so much. No and I'll uh I'm supposed to get some lobby cards from Renfield, so I'll send you one of those.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle gruesome, <laughs> Uncle Grusom right? Okay? okay. Or Uncle Scott. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever. Ooh. All right, right, thank you, dear. Thank you are the greatest. Thank you. Take care and uh, I'll give you a call from...